Blog Talk Radio. Do, do what you want to. The American Empire has fallen and landed in the hands of a few willing men. Desperate for resolution, three factions mercilessly fight to take back what they believe is rightfully theirs. But there is a game being played and someone is in control. These men don't know who it is, but they have their suspicions. In search for answers, these are their missions. 
Do you want a book that keeps you on your toes and leaves you guessing? Then Missions, War and Windmills by Mark Needham is for you. Missions, War and Windmills by Mark Needham is available at Amazon.com, BarnesandNobles.com, and Facebook.com slash Missions the Book. Got photos that need improvement? Freshen your photo. Old family shots that have gotten damaged? Freshen your photo. Want someone or something removed from a picture? Freshen your photo. At freshenyourphoto.com, we turn the pictures you have into the pictures you want. Add muscle, lose weight, lighten face lines, whiten teeth, fix darker off-color shots. See before and afters from dozens of happy customers at freshenyourphoto.com. That's freshenyourphoto.com. Inner City Strength is a memoir following a basketball phenom's life from abuse to glory. Basketball represented an escape for Dwight Slaughter, so much so that he wrote it all the way to notoriety. Inner City Strength is Slaughter's riveting story. Slaughter graduated from Verbum Day High School in Watts, a school with one of the top ten most successful basketball teams of all time. In 1972, Dwight Slaughter was voted number one high school player in the country by Sports Magazine. Slaughter was interviewed by sports reporter legend Howard Cosell on his popular show Sports Beat and in his book I Never Played the Game. 60 Minutes anchor Morley Schaefer, John Chancellor from World News Nightly, ESPN, and Sports Illustrated named Slaughter one of the top 100 basketball players in the state of California. Slaughter's gripping memoir takes the reader into his personal life of abuse, betrayal, and murder. Get his book now on Amazon, iTunes, and Barnes & Noble, Inner City Strength. All right, it's uh, Almost Famous Fridays here on Real Talk with Lee. Um, we have our first guest in the middle. We have Miss Janet Kleinman. Uh, Janet, did I get that name correct? I think it's yes, last name correct? Janet Kleinman. Uh-huh. Usually put an S in the middle because there are a few other people with the same name. So oh, okay. I kind of use Janet S. Kleinman. But you don't have oh, to use I, the S. I, <laughs> I understand. Now, now, Janet, for the listeners who may not know who Janet S. Kleinman is, can you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? Well, you know, I, I had a little trouble hearing you. It's a little blurred, but I'll talk slower. Uh, I clap back to you. I was on your station about two years ago, and mm-hmm. uh, it was very successful. And then I thought you might want me again because today is Haitian Heritage Month, and I was very pleased to be able to say congratulations because I think the nation has done a great deal since then, the fall of 09, when that terrible, uh, her, uh, the terrible earthquake occurred. So, But I think that the book uh, holds its own, and it's just as relevant, uh, flirting with disaster when love and nature collide, as it mm-hmm. was in 2012. So... Um, it was, if you remember, it was a story about a widow who uh, has a old boyfriend and then meets a new friend while she's teaching Haitians how to read and write English and goes off to help in the aftermath of the earthquake. And then, of course, it gets a little more like a, a love triangle and a thriller. Uh, but it was really a picture of Haiti that is not much different today 
the partner, Port-au-Prince, was destroyed, and uh, she was her job to set up a school on the uh, in Jacmel for abandoned children. And from then on, there's a lot of action. So do you remember it at all? Or was it someone oh, yeah, else? definitely, was... definitely. If you remember, my um, my actual co-host is actually from Haiti. If you remember talking to Jaguar last time you were here as well, he's actually from Haiti. Parent, you know, born, born there, you know, raised up there too. He's, I guess, you know, in elementary school age, and he came over here. You know, but they go back and visit all the time. And I remember uh, uh, part. Yeah, I said, do you remember uh, speaking with him last time you came, Jaguar? Him being from Haiti and all, and his parents being from there. He actually speaks the language and everything. Well, I didn't speak the language, that's for sure. And one of the <laughs> questions that uh, people will say to me after they read the book, have you ever been to Haiti? And the answer is no, but I did a lot. I do live in a community where we have a lot of Haitians, and mm-hmm. uh, they are coming up in the world. Right now, the chief of the whole maintenance crew is a Haitian guy that's terrific. The nurses in the hospital are mostly Haitian today. And uh, it'll take time, but I'm a child of an immigrant, not a Haitian immigrant. I remember the stories that those immigrants came And they did all kinds of things. And I give the, the Haitians tremendous credit. But what I do give them in an article I found recently was what they are doing in Haiti working together. And in the book, which I wrote then, they also work together, and they work together with Americans and people from other countries, and everybody helps everybody else, even if they lived in a mud shack. And when you see that kind of working together, you realize the country is going to succeed. Maybe well, let me ask you this, uh, Janice. What, what intrigues you uh, so much about Haiti? You said you, know, you, you haven't been there. What was like so intriguing about you know, their, their culture and, and their country and everything? What intrigued me was the people that I saw here, the Haitians. Mm-hmm. And I was completely intrigued. I had never met a Haitian until I came to Florida. And I, they were just people like anyone else. But what intrigued me is how smart they could be, how hard they worked, how much they loved the country but liked it here better in America. It was how what they were doing with their children. And to have a tragedy like that, an earthquake hit was, well, it's not, it's, it was, that that year was like the palace today. The country was destroyed. And it took countries from, people from all over the world to come and help put it together. Uh, I know that the Israelis were the first ones there with a hospital, just as they are in the PAL. So it's interesting that, that people do help other people. Even if their color is different, even if their language is different, uh, nobody wants to see a country ruined. And I was in a position at that time to be able to go, not me, my main character, is in a position to go down to Haiti and set up this school. Now, these kids were absolutely abandoned, and their parents were killed, their homes were destroyed, and they were suffering not only physically but psychologically and the school brings them back to some kind of uh, normalcy. And that was the main character, although she has other characters. The Mm -hmm. boyfriend comes to to chase her. Instead, he takes the casino uh, and rebuilds the casino 
as to be a, a money-producing place for the area and builds homes for the workers. And never would you expect him to do that till he gets there. The other main character is the man who she was teaching, who was an ex-lawyer and who had been exiled from Haiti uh, after one of the uprisings there. He goes back and he becomes a general in the in the forces there, uh, military forces, and eventually he runs for president of the country. I'm not going to tell you whether he wins or loses or what happens to him destroys the whole book. You got to see, and they have. <laughs> She has has to choose between the two of them. She can't. Eventually. Yeah, this is very um, intriguing. Now, now, is this, now uh, if I remember, is the book uh, actually, uh, is it fiction? Is it based on a true story? Oh, is it some truth to this? Because it's, you know. It, it's fiction based on the facts of its time. Everything about the country is true. But the story is fiction and could have happened or could not have happened. That's what makes it a novel, not a essay and not a nonfiction mm-hmm. book. But uh, I think it's very, very pro the country and pro and has an affection for the country that readers will enjoy and learn some things they never knew before. In fact, the book has a glossary in the back which takes Haitian words that I use. I only use a few and tells you what they mean. And I spent a lot of time with that with one of the nurses in the building here. She made sure I I got it right. (laughs) So the glossary is interesting to people, too, and that's in the back of the book. But anyway, uh, it goes on, and it has a happy ending. I'm not going to tell you the ending, because before it gets happy, it gets tragic. So, uh, now, I'm in your studies, what, like, what language do they speak? Like, what's their, uh, you know, preferred in, language in, in, in uh, the, Haiti? In the, in the book, they speak, it's all in English with some Haitian mm-hmm. words thrown in. And the people who come there to help, like anywhere else, learn Haitian as they're helping. You know, they, they don't learn it terrific, but, you know, they learn it enough to get by. And I see that in Florida. If they ride mm. off the boat, they speak Haitian. If they've been here a while... They're blabbing away in English just like the older immigrants used to do years ago. And then suddenly one day their their children are speaking perfect English, and that's what's going to happen. You know, and that's now, what I happens. You, you, you also taught some students, Janet. Like um, you, you had like a uh, some sort of uh, teaching program. Could, could you tell uh, me and the listeners there a little bit about that, that program that you had down in your uh, neighborhood? They, uh, here, when they come, they go to normal school and they learn with being with our children learn languages very quickly. Uh, my job here as a volunteer was for the Literacy Council of Palm Beach, and I used to tutor people who wanted to learn English better. They could be, most of the time they were adults, young adults or older. Some of them knew some English, some knew none. And uh, basically they have a program where you work one-on-one, and the libraries in Florida in Palm Beach, Florida, anyway, have a room that if I had an appointment with you, I'd make an appointment to use the room, a room in the Boca mm-hmm. Library, and you and I would sit for an hour and work on English. I'd give you some homework and hope you would do it, but <laughs> sometimes you didn't, sometimes you didn't. So that's how I really got to know them. And also, as I said earlier, when my husband was quite ill, his nurses were all Haitian and all wonderful in fact, it's one of them that had insisted she go over the glossary in the book to make sure I 
wrote it, not just like a dictionary, but the white people speak, because there's a little difference. So that's what's done here. And what the heroine of the book does is set up a school on the banks of the Caribbean. It's a town of Jack Mel, and they have tents. They have no regulars. Everything is destroyed. And get some volunteers to get her materials from schools that were destroyed. And they are actually military people who go back into Port-au-Prince and go through the schools and rescue anything that she can use. And they set it up. She uses the the older boys to help her because the older boys used to hang out at the airport to make some money. So somehow they pick up some English. And uh, they helped her, and they get the children happy. They teach them songs, et cetera, et cetera. They look for their parents, which is, they were all over the island, the parents. Nobody knew where anybody was. And it's very successful. But that doesn't stop us from getting into a romantic problem. That that adds more to the life of real people to the book. So, well, um, uh, let me ask you this also, Janet. Um, being that it's uh, Haiti Heritage Month, um, I'm not Haitian, and um, you know, some maybe some of the listeners aren't either. Could you tell us like some of the significant events or people in the Haitians, in the Haiti's culture or heritage that you know that makes it so significant? You know, like uh, here we have like you know different, um, you know, you have like uh, Black History Month, for example, or you know, could you tell us some of the uh, significant characters? You know, what I mean, significant figures, I should say, and also some of the you know significant events of this part of their culture and heritage. For this month, did they celebrate? Uh, I think most Americans know nothing about their cultural heritage, except maybe down in in southern in Florida and maybe other southern parts. I'm a northerner, and I knew nothing. A very well educated northerner, and I knew nothing about the Haitian culture. I never met a Haitian until I got to Florida. So, but now it's different. There are Haitians going to New York and other places to work. So you're getting, if you work together and you play together, you get to know each other. And uh, that's what's going to happen. But it's going to take longer than we think. It took longer if you go back in the immigration history of New York City, and that's all I can really talk about. It took a while for immigrants to work with other immigrants. It took a while for their children to work with other immigrants' children. That takes longer because that comes from the home. And unless the home says it's fine for you to do it, it takes a long time. So that's what happened, and that's the story of immigration in America, and that goes back hundreds of years. And now it's the turn for black immigrants to be integrated into the system. So that's as as much as I could say. I'm not a historian, but I am well-read. Oh, I can. Oh, I completely understand. I completely understand, and I appreciate that. I appreciate you. You being so uh, forthcoming and and straightforward. You know, yeah, I'm sure well, the listeners can appreciate it, that. Also, Haiti had a pride of problem, and the problem was the government, which they have continually uh, had uproar, uprooting one government for another. In the book, they do that. That's part of the book. It happens right as the earthquake is subsiding. Not that anything's been fixed yet, but and uh, a new regime comes in, and the regime comes in with wonderful promises, as though they always do, to getting the country uh, 
you know, rebuilt because people are living on the streets and still are in some cases, I understand. Uh, and so they make all kinds of promises and they're trying to set up a democracy. And you know from reading that setting up a democracy is not easy. I mean, Yeah, and I see like uh, that happens in a lot of places, you know, like um, a, a lot of different um, – uh, ethnic groups and cultural backgrounds, different countries, they'll have like uprisings of, the, you know, they want to overthrow the, their government or whatever, for whatever reason they don't like it. It's not fit for the people. So I, I guess it, it is some elements of truth to the book because that type stuff does happen. You see it on CNN all the time where they're warning these uh, other countries because uh, whatever reason they feel like they're not being treated fairly by their government. So the people will basically get together and, um, you know, attempt to overthrow the government to put a new, you know, uh, government or new power structure in place. Yeah, but they have to have a plan. That's been the problem with a lot of countries in the Middle East now. Those who want to overthrow what's there don't know what they want. And that's a big problem. And so they they overthrow it. It doesn't always succeed because there's nobody to, to take hold. And they are not really ready. Haiti may be more ready than some of those countries for what I call an American-style democracy because They've been with Americans for a while. When you go to a country in the Middle East where they have no mm-hmm. idea what democracy is, and, and you know, it's different. And I'll tell you one other thing. I think the Haitian women like it in America. The you ones do? I do. Uh, the ones I do know like being in America. They like their opportunities mm-hmm. in this part of America. Not all parts of America, you know that. There are parts where they would not have opportunity. But in this part of America, they have opportunity, and we see it everywhere. And I see happy faces. So if I see happy faces and I see mothers bringing their children to the library, I know that they're doing something right. So now, is it, um, What are some of the differences, like, I guess here in the U.S., for like a Haitian woman, like uh, they face with some 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 very difficult challenges over in Haiti. I guess, like, what are some of those challenges they're faced with that they can do here, but maybe they couldn't do in their own country? Well, I don't know. I know that they're all driving cars. I know that they're going to school if possible, mm-hmm. and I don't. And from what I hear, they all have a place to live. I mean, not all is a big word. Let's put you know a lot. And, a lot. Okay. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, all is a very big word. And I, the young man who works as the maintenance care of this building, came here without a word of English. Now he's seen it three years, and we love him because he's he knows how to smile. Most of the Haitians know how to smile and say good morning when they arrive here, or you say to them, you know what? Say I say good morning to you. You answer me, and he answered me. And he learned English so quickly, it was amazing. But he wanted to. And I think there's, and I don't, they don't think they have that much opportunity in Haiti. They, they think the school system you have to pay for, here education for young children is free. That's a big step. Yeah, that's that's huge. I, that's a huge step. They can't educate the country if you're going to charge for primary education. Impossible. Impossible. So that would be one of the most important reasons. It was the reason my father came here. Maybe, may he live at the best in peace. Uh, Two thousand about eighty years ago, so that his children could grow up and be educated. Came from a country where you only went to school if you had money; otherwise, you didn't. 
So, oh wow! That, yeah, see that, that? Yeah, see, and a lot of times we yeah, because I've never experienced that. I you know I haven't been to the country, so you know you you can't imagine that. You see, you can't imagine like uh, depend on your your social status whether you're able to be educated or not. That's just you know that's outrageous to me. Well, it is outrageous, and it's one of the things that is different, and it's one of the reasons the Haitians and other South American and Caribbean people want to come here. It's a, and also, you do not have to, you know, I watch them start little businesses. They start little mm-hmm. businesses in what we call a flea market. That doesn't necessarily, it couldn't sometimes mean, a, you know, a junkie market, but a flea market, they set up stalls. They'll weave baskets, and they'll sell them. So they have the opportunity here to use their skills and start small, and I don't believe they have that kind of opportunity in their home country. They all love their home country, and someone I know here just went back with his wife and four children to see his mother and father. And I said, Joseph, how was it? And he said, we had a wonderful time, but it's good to come back. And he's someone who has a good job in America. You know, that's great, but good. Hello? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. I'm li- I was just oh, listening. I thought maybe I lost you. The other thing we <laughs> learned is to eat differently. I never had mangoes and uh, what's the other fruit that I like? Papayas. We didn't see them growing up. The mangoes, papayas, other things were brought here by countries like your country, like Central American countries, and we all like them. And, you know, eating here, it, everything that you eat is integrated into what we eat when you come here. It starts little. It starts in a a tiny little uh, restaurant or a what we call a, a food cart. You know what a food cart is? Um, well, I've seen them. Are you friends? Like I've seen like food carts from you know like, a uh, downtown. They'll have like a food cart where they're selling stuff off of. Or oh, well, is that what you're referring to, or something else? Yeah, they can be sophisticated, or they can be a food cart that sells something that they come from their home, something that they come from their background, and a lot, Americans like that especially on the East Coast. They like it, they'll try it, and all of a sudden we have our first Asian restaurant in this neighborhood. So it's not owned by me. (laughs) It's owned by somebody who got together with other Haitians and were able to start a small restaurant. And the small one they grow to a big one. So these are the things that make this country appealing and have people coming here. And we'll continue to come from your country until such time as industry get told. Now, I don't remember reading about, I don't remember if it was China or Japan that was going to build something massive at the seaport. I don't know if they ever did. So I don't know if you know if they ever did, but it was to make the, the shipments come in much easier. So they need help from us, and uh, they get some help for us, and they have to be ethical themselves. So that's, you know, uh and, and I'll tell you, the book ends on a high note uh, with a lot of optimism. And I think it's uh, available in uh, Barnes & Nobles, in Amazon, in Books A Million. Uh, they all sell it as a sellable, as an e-book or as a paperback. And I think that would you like me to read one chapter so you get an idea what it's like? Uh, yeah, sure. You can, you, you, can share, you can share some inserts from the book if you would like. Go right ahead. All right, I'll read you. This comes from from Haitian man, who's the Haitian lawyer who has a crush on her. 
and he says, My dearest Amori, Pierre and I emptied every 7-Eleven of bottled water from Lake Worth to the airport. It's right after the uh, earthquake. My friend Joseph the pharmacist collected antibiotics off the shelves of all the pharmacies. You call them pharmacies. From here to Miami, a crew of illegals loaded the aircraft, leaving just enough room for the pilot, my brother, and me. There were no lights on the runway for which we took off. A box of syringes is poking into my ribs. I will reach you again as soon as I can. If you really care for me, pack a suitcase with just the essentials and be prepared to join me. Meanwhile, practice your Creole. I'll need your help and your love to get through this nightmare. I love you, Henri. I read the message over and over before I walked out the door to get the newspaper. The front page showed a woman, half naked but alive, being pulled from the wreckage of a hotel with a dead baby on her breast. My tears flow down from my smudged face like the dirty aftermath of the butt slide on page one. So that's a sample of my writing, and that is a letter that uh, he she gets from uh, Henri as they are getting materials and medicines and things to fly down to Haiti. She is already there. So I don't know if you liked it or not, but I thought it was a good passage to read. Oh, definitely, definitely. That, that, that definitely sounds like an interesting passage. Do you have any plans of uh, one day, uh, you know, maybe uh, visiting uh, Haiti? Is that something oh, I'd like, love uh, to. In your future I'd plans? love to. Actually, uh, a friend of mine who got me an interview on the uh, Haitian TV station here is married to a Haitian. She's just had a baby, and mm-hmm. uh, she had talked about it. I would have to go with someone. I'm not sure I feel so secure going alone as a woman, I have to be honest with you. But uh, if she wants to go and wants me to come with her, I think I will make it my business to go. So I can tell you that because she said there are parts. She said, you'll love it. You'll love it. She may move down. Uh, her, she is, her husband is studying to be a male nurse. He's almost finished. He's a nurse. And they are a beautiful couple, and I'm sure this baby's going to be absolutely gorgeous. Is there anything oh, most else definitely, I can... Most definitely. I would, uh, you know, I would advise you, hey, if, you know, that's something you're interested in, hey, you know, go check it out. Who knows? It may, it may inspire another novel. You know, you may get down there and you may be inspired to you know, do a part two. Uh, are you doing like a part two to the um, Flirting 2 disaster? Have you, uh, you know, maybe concentrated doing another one? I don't know. I've just anything another book, and the other book is not now uh, having the cover done, but it's a little different. It's called Goodbye, Russia, Hello, America. And it's the story of an immigrant family that came here in the 1920s, and it ends in 1946 uh, when uh, Germany surrenders. So I'm not telling you anymore until it's ready, and then maybe I'll get on your program again. How's that? Oh, no, that works for me. That <laughs> that definitely that definitely works for me. Do you... Um... Do you do any, like, uh, speaking engagements? or you have anything like that planned? Maybe do some speaking engagements with different groups or different organizations? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that book, the this book, the new book, is not about me, but about about my background is used in that book. And so that was the next thing I decided to write about. And who knows what else? I don't know. I mean, I have to get an inspiration. 
Uh, okay, and, and, gen- and generally, uh, when you when you decide to uh, write books, generally, um, how do you you know come up with it? And what what's the time frame? Like, how do you um, you know how you able to put together these books? So I talk to different uh, authors all the time. Some people take years to write books, and some people may do it in three or four months. You know, so well, what, what is your like uh, process when you're doing the a writing book? process? It varies. Uh, it takes about a year, year and a half to write a really good book. But then starts the process of getting it published, and that's difficult. That's very difficult. First, it has to be edited, and as good as you think you are, you are not the best editor for your own book. So it has to get edited, it has to get re-edited, and now my book is sitting where they are designing the cover. And that will take it like two to three weeks, and I have to okay that cover. And after the cover comes the proofs before they run the presses. I would the summer or the very beginning of the fall. So we will see where that goes. But this book, if you haven't read it, is a, is a great read. And I'll tell you, w- women love it, men like it. Okay? Okay. And I don't know how old <laughs> I don't know how old you It's not 30, you know, 50 shades of gray. But it has enough in it to make it exciting to read. So, uh... <laughs> But now, say anyway, someone is listening, Janet, and they want to uh, reach out to you. How can someone connect with you? Like, what's the best way to connect with Janet? Yeah, okay. You have my, you know, where to get me, you, where you want need me. Everything's all right. And don't forget to tell your, you know, your listeners where they can get the book. Yeah, that's, that's what I was asking you. Can you tell the listeners how to connect with you? Like, if they're, if they want to reach out to you and, um, you know, maybe, um, you know, get you for an engagement or maybe just, you know, uh, reach out to you and, uh, you know, maybe uh, tell you, you know, maybe what the book has, has meant to them. How, is it a way for them to get in contact with you? Could you give them, like, your email address or, your, or website? You have, or, or, you yeah, I, 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 I know I, I have, but I'm asking you, can you tell the listeners? We're live on the air. Can you tell the listeners how to contact you? Well, that's fine. They can contact me as they have an email. If they want to just look at a review of the book, et cetera, they can go to the best place is Amazon.com. Go in with the title of the book and buy Janet as Climbing, and they will get a, a full a summary plus the fact they'll get what people say about the book. And that's kind of nice. And uh, actually, when the book first came out, it was, interviewed, uh, it was reviewed by the Sun Sentinel. And that review was a very, very good one. Uh, I can't remember what it said. Uh, it, it, it said something like, um, how'd it go? Uh, it's a clipping story about the powerful forces of nature and the basic needs of men and women could influence their destinies, is what she wrote about the book. So that's where it sits. And... Uh, I'd be delighted to hear any comments from any of the listeners today. And I will answer any questions they may have if they email me. Oh, okay. And, and they can e- and, and tell, tell me your email so they can uh, email you? The email, they can email me. It's Clyrite, K-L-E-I-W-R-I-T-E, at bellsouth.net. Oh, okay. Well, y'all, y'all, y'all heard, y'all heard it here first. That's Janet S. Kleinman. Um, Janet, do you have anybody you want to uh, mention on the show? Maybe uh, give a thanks to who may have helped you along the way, or 
anybody that uh you know you want to give a shout out to anything like that? Uh, I didn't hear you. I'm sorry. I think you Would have you anybody you want to you want to mention on the show? So anybody who may have helped you along the way, or anything like uh, that? I would say I want to thank my very patient husband for taking all the time to write, and uh, I also want to thank you know the nurses, the Haitian nurses who were very mm-hmm. encouraging and loved the book and helped me with the glossary and helped me with the, the sprinkling of Haitian words to make it sound more effective. And I want to thank, well, I want to thank my children who, after it was done, were kind of stunned that their mother could still do something like that. You know, they're kind of think we get older and we can't do anything. That's mm-hmm. not true. So I, after that, I became, they would re- introduce me. Uh, this is my mother. She just had a book published. So I became the mother who had a book published, and I kind of like that, you know. So... I guess that's what we want for our children when they get to be adults, encouragement. You know, we've given them everything. Now it's time to give us a little back. But you do remember when you were young, and you Mm -hmm. still have your young passions and your young emotions, and you do put them into what you write. So that's, you know, it's it's a book for all all ages, really. It has no age. And the the men who have read it have liked it, which is really, I was pleased. At first I thought it would only be a great book for women, but the men have liked it very much, and so that also made me happy. So, will we meet again? Oh, yeah, most definitely, most definitely. Um, you know, if you want to come back, we can definitely have you on. It's always a good time. Definitely enjoyed the interview again. So, I mean, you know, a- anytime, just uh, let me know, Janet, and uh, we have no problem having I, you back on here. I will let you know when the other book is ready for so that it has to be ready. I could tell you about it like I did, but unless it's in your hand, it's got to be ready for people to read. So I want to say how much I enjoy this. Uh, if you have any other questions, I'm still here. Or we can wait till our next meeting. Okay, well, definitely. Well, yeah, well, definitely what I'm going to do, I'm going to take a pause for the cause. Y'all keep it locked. we got to take a pause for the cause. Uh, almost famous Fridays. We'll talk with you. We'll be right back. Okay. Shorty turning me on When I click on my computer I ain't even got a aim Just let the webcam shoot up Twitter crush, Twitter crush You can be my Twitter crush Twitter crush, Twitter crush You can be my Twitter crush Twitter crush, Twitter crush You can be my Twitter crush Twitter crush, Twitter crush You can be my Twitter crush Shorty turning me on when I click on my computer. 
wanna be my Twitter crush Yellow light, I slow it down Shorty, I ain't in a rush I know I compliment your frame And say things to make you blush I'm pushing on you too Let's keep that between the two of us See you in my timeline Shorty, I'ma hit you up When I'm down, you always know exactly how to lift me up When I'm blue like diamonds Chilling in my jewelry You send a tweet that makes me think There'll always be a you and me
formats. Check your local bookstores or Amazon.com. Thank you for calling. You must be crazy if you think anyone is going to buy your music unless you tell them about it. You'd have to be insane to think radio TV spots to promote what you do don't work. This isn't a sales pitch. It's reality. Are you going to get left behind again? Or are you going to promote your event, album, movie, tour, artist, or whatever with the targeted radio spots from CoolVoiceMedia.com? Our spots are hot. Check them out. Nothing slams a deep down body thirst better than Gatorade. See Beyonce knows live in performance on her biggest tour ever. Smooth Jazz. Anita Baker. Burger King introduces the new Hickory Bacon Cheddar Burger. Monday, December 6th on Cinemax. We will write, produce, and get your spot on the radio. Now that's cool. Listen, when it comes to promotion, the answer is coolvoicemedia.com. Anything else is just crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I saw you from over there. <laughs> Let me talk to you. If she with me, then who could be against me? Model type, but she wasn't in the bed, no. Round the way, girl, pretty like the sunrise. By the way, had eyes like blue skies. Had a man, but was looking for a new guy. Coincidence, I was looking for a new ride. Classy, got Nikes in the suit and tie. First date, so the skirt is not too high. Mid-twenties, but still in the suit short. I like it cause she played both sides like full court. Conversation good, wine even better. Seem like a veteran, remind me of Ella. Cool chick protection at dinner will upset her. She was in my dreams before I even met her. Check, please, cause tomorrow we on jet skis. Who can do it like I do it, girl, except Shawty, me? Shawty, all the money yeah. in the world. Yeah. Don't match your words just to keep you happy. You need yeah. anything you need. Girl, it ain't a thing to me. As long as it's you and me, girl. I put in the words. Say the word, baby. baby. You need anything you need. Girl, it ain't a thing to me. Fist up, BP, ride or die. And she with me even if we don't see eye to eye Count my money, not a dollar dollar missing Hit her off for 10% cause she never lie Got her own, down south on her home But up north, yeah, I'm the man to make a moan Amber Rose, overrated, even she knows That's a lie, nice try, even she knows Top model walk, educated talk Killer competition, still see the chalk Move like Melrose, but think New York Speak about love and they think you soft, so Stick around, see a king in the making Stick around, see a team in the taking I embrace that, then embrace you Can't fake that, the rest is all you For the future, settle down, couple kids that'll oh, teach you. Know. Yeah, life far from the rap game. Satan, cause you carry in a rap wow. name. Hey, I work hard for the lifestyle. Just to see a pretty face with a night wow. Change your names for the days in the week. Yeah. Corny, but she mighty cute. Yeah, 
Up and then they did it wrong, cause they not around. Let them talk pretty soon, they'll quiet down. No match, you need a lighter for this. Easy catch, you need a fire pitch. Shows out of state, she don't wanna relate. No, rather stay home, baby, I can relate. Fridays. We got to thank our guest Janet Janet S. Climbing again for being on the show. Y'all definitely um y'all go check out her book Flirting with Disaster. You can uh, Google her Janet S. Climbing. You'll find her. You know and um we have to deal with it. So y'all have a safe weekend. Y'all come back uh, see us on Money Making Mondays. Uh, we out the building. We holler back. Lady that can own the night, angel in the dress, blessing in disguise. When hearts connect, you can see it in the eyes. No metaphor for your aura, baby, you got it. In your love bank, let me make a deposit. Give you my time for I give you my wallet. Give you the world just cause you deserve it. Never have I seen a picture so perfect. Go girl, work it, work out just to look good. Timeless smile plus cook good. Until the reaper comes, you riding for the castle. Really don't mind hoes who hassle. But when war come, ready for battle. I see ya, mama mia, humble diva. Don't do songs, but known for her features. Got so much clash, your ass should've been a teacher. Make a nigga really wanna bring a preacher to meet you, girl. Just in your coat is ice. I thought I'd let you know. I thought I'd let you know. Just in your coat is ice. Don't lose control. Don't lose control. Just in your coat is ice. I thought I'd let you know. Goddamn, the code is ice. Don't lose control. Don't lose control. Uh, when the rain it pours, baby girl, when the rain it pours. So how about we go to a place where it don't rain no more? Yeah, you and me. Uh, when the rain it pours, baby girl, when the rain it pours. So how about we go to a place where it don't rain no more? Yeah, you and me. Uh, let me take you to eternal bliss She said she wanted more than less She wanted happiness, security Embrace the insecurity, sick of lanes So she said the cure was me, I feel it It's cool girl, you rocking with the finest To make them like this, you have to redefine science Never go against our reliance Let's take a trip to an island or the pina coladas Laugh about to come up when the sun go down We fucking turn the sun up, it's nothing, just me and you Told me her sex was a weapon, turned around, hit me with a 22 like Goddamn, you're cold as ice I thought I'd let you know I thought I'd let you know 
don't lose control. That's the end of the code of life. 